Hey Radio Nonsense listeners, if your grotty bleaters, sorry, grown-ups, want to help support this podcast, then they can sign you up to the Linda Edition via Apple Podcasts or Acast Plus. The Linda Edition is a version of this very show where adverts appear as often as Linda does, which is never. Yes, including this annoying advert at the beginning. You'll also get the podcast a whole day earlier than everyone else, and you never know, if enough people sign up, there might be bonus content too. Get those grotty bleaters to hit the button on Apple Podcasts, or find the confusing link in the podcast blurb to do it on Acast+. Plus. Linda? You hear that, Linda? You have your own edition of the show, Linda? Super Great Kids Stories is a podcast full of fun tales to make you laugh and cry. For anyone aged 5 to 105, our storytellers share awesome tales which will stay in your head forever. Before you know it, you'll be the storyteller, telling your own version of these stories to your friends and family. Find, subscribe and download Super Great Kids Stories wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to Comedy Club for Kids Presents... Nonsense Radio Nonsense Radio Nonsense Radio Nonsense Radio Nonsense Radio Nonsense Hello and welcome to Radio Nonsense, the official comedy club for kids podcast that is suitable for everyone of all ages from... I'm Tiernan, yes, even when I'm asleep. And how are you all this week? Hmm? Really? Oh dear. Well, I've heard the best thing to do if you do have an invasion of griffins in your home is just to leave a small trail of Cocoa Pops, Rice Krispies or wild boar out of the door into the garden or window ledge and then they should follow them till they're outside and they can fly off home and terrorise medieval villages again. So I hope that helps. Give it a go. Me? Oh, well, thank you for asking. Um, I am not terrible, thank you. I dare say I'm even the opposite of glum. I'll tell you what I've been doing. I've been reading, um, I don't know if you've seen this on the news, or uh, maybe you watch the olds, so you'll see it in a couple of years, but I watched the news, so I've seen it recently. Um, and I was uh, reading and watching about the world's longest suspension bridge, which has opened in the Aruca Geopark in Portugal. Um, and uh, if you don't know what a suspension bridge is, it isn't a bridge that causes suspense and mystery, which is what I thought it was like a sort of suspension bridge. Is there a bridge? Who knows? Who will find out? Will you discover the bridge? That sort of thing, Um, which I suppose would be quite suspenseful, wouldn't it? Bridges are quite suspenseful because if you don't know if there's a bridge there or not, then you're in suspense in case you might fall off the edge or you might be stuck on one side of a river or canyon or large pit or big pile of dangerous custard forever. And that's that would fill you full of suspense, wouldn't it? So it could be called that. But no, it's called a suspension bridge because the main bridgey bit, or as they call it in clever engineering terms, the bridge thingy bit, you know, that big bit. That's what it's called. That hangs from some very big cables and then it's all sort of held up by the cables. Yeah, which is amazing. And this longest suspension bridge in Portugal is 516 metres long, which um, is about 450 R2-D2s or it's 300 fridges all stacked up, which would be really annoying if you needed some like something from the top one to finish your sandwich. That would be... I wish I hadn't put it up there. That'd take ages. Or um, or two hundred and fifty million bacteria long, yeah, which would be quite disgust. Like you probably maybe if your fridge is up the top there, it would cause that many bacteria because you wouldn't get to anything and everything would go off. Anyway, so it's very long. The bridge is very long, and I've been looking at pictures of this bridge, and I've been trying to work out if I could walk across it because um, it's quite high up as well, and it's quite long, and I don't really like heights. Um, that's not, it's not true. People say I don't like heights. It's not the heights that bother me. I like things being high, like high trees or the sky. I'm quite pleased it's up high. Otherwise it'd be down below. It'd be very confusing, but I don't like being up the high things when I think I might fall off them. So it's not scared of the heights. It's the falling. And in fact, it's not even the falling I'm worried about, but the landing bit at the end. So if anything, I'm scared of landing. I suppose. So anyway, I was thinking I probably couldn't walk on that bridge as I'd be too scared in case I fell off and then landed. And that, I guess, means it's created so much suspense in me that it is a suspension bridge, isn't it? So that name is right. 
anyway, that's what I've been doing. And actually, I think probably uh, in reality, if I was there, if I was lucky enough to go there, I'd just walk across it very, very quickly and not look down. Um, we should really measure more things in how many bacteria they would be, right? Or how many stacked up fridges. That's a lot more fun, isn't it, than saying like, I'm four foot two, I'm 12 foot nine. Actually, I'm 15 fridges. That's much better. Um, I reckon I'm about three and a half broken gumball machines tall, uh, if you were wondering. Thanks for all the questions that you've been sending in and lovely reviews that you've given this show on Apple Podcasts and all the other podcast sites that you use. Um, we have now had so many questions sent in that I'm basically living in a shed made of questions. Comedy Club for Kids HQ has been completely replaced by questions and I'm just living in a little place that's built out of stacks and stacks of questions. I'm really worried there's going to be a strong wind and blow them all away uh, and then I'll have to run uh, sort of down the street chasing uh, my little home away. Anyway, um, if you have stuff that you still need to ask, don't worry. I, we've had lots of questions in. It's going to take a while to get through them all. And if we get something sent in, we may not get to it straight away. But that doesn't mean you can't send it in. We're here to answer them things that you've got to ask. So get your elongated chattering cheese strings. Um, sorry, grown ups to help you email us at podcast at comedy club for kids with questions, jokes or exactly how tall you are in any random object measurement that you like. Oh, and any tips for crossing big bridges, too, just in case I need them. Also, um, this is mainly for listeners in the UK, so I'm very, very sorry to the rest of the world and, of course, Mars. Um, but as things in uh, Britain are opening up and, and the United Kingdom actually are opening up, um, we are starting to do real live Comedy Club for Kids gigs once again. So if you uh, want to check if we're in a theatre or venue near you, then do look at comedyclub4kids.co.uk forward slash gigs, G-I-G-S. Um, I think we're in Chipping Norton and Poole at the end of May and then Camberley, Brighton, Cambridge at the beginning of June and then loads more places all over the summer and after that so do come and see us it will be this same sort of silliness but actually live and we'll be there shouting in your faces but live it'll be very very exciting and we can't wait to do the real life shows again Right, um, on to this week's important bit. And before we do the important bit, um, myself and the guest, Stuart, uh, talk about Quaver's Crisps. Now, I realise for any of you who aren't in the UK, you might not know what a Quaver's Crisp is. Um, well, it's a cheesy, wavy sort of puffy crisp or potato chip, if you like. And it isn't the musical symbol, a Quaver. Um, we don't eat those here as they make your tummy do very weird noises and then you do very quick farts at one eighth of a note. Anyway, um, again, so we call those crisps uh, Quavers and we call crisps crisps here in the UK not potato chips because they're crispy otherwise we'd call them squelches wouldn't we and they're not chippy unlike chips which are chippy even though other places call those fries because I don't know they're like flies but made of potato or something anyway I hope that helps and now squeaking viral sensation I am joined on the podcast today by Stuart Laws, or as you will know him, Stuart Laws, master of opening doors while drinking from straws. Uh, Stuart Laws, star of the all crisp version of Wind in the Willows, or for obviously our listeners in America, the potato chip version of Zootopia. And of course, the man who is definitely, definitely not a giant caterpillar in disguise. Hey, Stu, how are you doing? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you've been reading my bio. You've been doing a bit of research. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course, I, I research all of our guests. But also, I mean, I didn't really need to research you that much. That is all stuff that we all know about you. You're very famous for all those reasons. Yeah, I mean, there were a few of those were a bit of a front page splash, weren't they? Hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Especially sort of the, the crisp version of Wind in the Willows, which was quite remarkable. Uh, yeah. And it's still, it's hard to think of a film that I enjoyed quite as much. Yeah, it's, it is also weird when a short film gets on the front page of a newspaper. Yes, it doesn't happen very often, but I think it's probably because the way in which you managed to make Badger entirely out of Quavers. Oh, I mean, tell me about it. I spent, well, the thing is, that was a party trick of mine at school. So this is right. where it comes from. And uh, I, I, I don't know if your listeners know about school. I don't know uh, who, what sort of age range we're talking for your listeners, 70 to uh, yeah. 85? Pretty much. Some of them 70 to 85, some of them are 0 to 403. I mean, it really varies. So I assume at least four of them will know about school. Okay, so to these four, uh, school, um, I don't need to explain. To those of you who don't know what school is, school is a place where you go to and then very boring older people tell you stuff they think you want to know. Ugh, sounds terrible. So yeah, horrible, horrible, horrible. So what I did during that time to distract myself and to stop myself... Um, learning i believe is the term mm. um i built animals out of crisps and obviously quavers is such a wonderful thing to you know quavers is a, a wonderful like um it's a it's a luxury crisp but it helps uh 
create all those fancy little bits because you've got things like squares mm. or frazzles and they're like very much building blocks very standard boring but the sure. quaver just adds a bit it could be a, it could be a, an eyelash it could be a little piggy tail you know it could go yes. off in so many different directions and that's the wonderful thing about a quaver so badger started when i was at school and um after that it, it, it was just sort of a short hop and a skip to yes. toad hall oh. Superb, superb. I mean, one of the I'll tell you what I'm intrigued by is, is obviously Wind in the Willows. For, for any of the um, listeners who don't know the story, it's, there's a load of, it's got animals in it and they all sort of shout at each other and there's a frog that drives a, a toad that drives a car. Yeah. That's sort of it. I think I've summed it up. Anyway, there's definitely a bit where there's a, a river in it and you had the river and yes. and the little characters were in the river, but they didn't melt. Like, you know, we talked about, you mentioned Skip. Skips are meant to melt, but it didn't. And I don't know how you did that. That was pretty impressive. I thought wow. they'd all just vanish, but give you a little secret here have you heard of spit what yeah yeah like from, so from you, like your mouth well so what you do is you spit into a cup get your your parents finest cup you spit mm. into it and then what do you mix in with that a tiny little bit of salt a tiny little bit of sugar whisk that up as much as you can and then you just dunk in each crisp and it forms a protective coating Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. And also, I suppose with things like that, if you've got a bag crisps you don't want to eat for a while, but you don't want them to go off, exactly. you can do that, coat them all, then come back to them three, four months later, yeah. you've got a fresh bag of crisps. Pop them in the pantry, assuming everyone's still got pantries. And uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. crisps notoriously go off quite quickly. So yes. this is a perfect way of doing it. And and I, 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 look, I don't know... Uh, whether your listeners live with people, whether they have flatmates. Um, I don't know what the sort of demographics are for your... I don't know. I think some of them might live in like things like a, a barrel or maybe in space. I don't know. It's a very We've got a, a very wide range of listeners for this show, so it's right. difficult to tell. So if they live alone, obviously that's something they can do easily. If you're alone in space, you don't have to answer to anyone. If you're alone in a barrel about to go over uh, a waterfall or something like that, mm. you've probably got other things on your mind. Um, but if you do live with other people, perhaps they're older um, and they, I don't know, they've got nicknames like Ma and Pa or something like mm. that. Um, they will appreciate you getting a cup out, spitting into it, putting in salt and mm. sugar and then putting in a load of crisps and just leaving them about the house. Yes, Yes, I think I'm sure they would. And I just I also can't think of a greater sight. You come home from like a hard day's oh, work, whatever it is that you do, sort of raking shoes or whatever it is that people do nowadays. And then you come home and it's like, oh, I've had a really long day. Oh, look at my beautiful home covered in, in spit glazed crisps oh. from top to toe. It's like, what can you imagine what a sight yeah. that would be? Heaven. Yeah absolute heaven it's absolute heaven well i mean Stuart, it is, it is a joy to have you on the show no, i was just going to ask actually are you are you in the process of making any other films uh, along the same lines or is that kind of are you, are you done with crisps crisp yeah, films well, now I, i'm actually at the moment trying to develop a film that is about the secret extra three hours that you can find in a day if you look hard enough oh wow do you know about this? Wow, that's exciting. No, I don't I don't know about this. I mean, I suppose my first question is, where, where on earth would you begin to look? Okay, so for me, I start to look, um, obviously you start behind the sofa because that's often where a lot of mm. things get lost. Uh, cats, uh, other goldfish, mm. coins, mm -hmm. things like that. Um, the extra three hours are not there. You actually have to employ something called science. And I don't know if any of your listeners, I don't know what the demographics are of your listeners. I don't know the type of people that listen to this podcast, but I don't know if they've heard of science. Yeah, I mean, I think, again, it's probably there's probably at least one and a half people that have, and I'm yep. not sure about the, the rest of them yet. Fair enough. So one has and hasn't at the same time. I think so. Yes, that is or maybe just their knees have. It might just be their like their knees have, and the rest of them hasn't. You know. Yeah, I've read yeah. that. I've read that paper. Now, um, what you do if you want to find the extra three hours is you have to wait till it hits midnight. Mm. Then you press your nose, and put you put your fingers in your ears. You put your your tongue. You press your tongue onto your nose. So you're, you're booping wow. your nose down at the same time. Fingers in ears, tongue. And then you knock your knees together. And that should, if you time it right, open up 
like a, a countdown, another three hour countdown. Now, you won't necessarily get access to all three hours because you then have to operate within that. You have to be quite pure in how you move around. So they can't be, you know, if you trip or you stumble when you're moving around in those extra three hours, it brings you back straight into the normal timeline. Right. So you have to just be, you're using those three hours are a gift for you to be able to do extra things like uh, homework or you get a, a start on your paper round, for example. Um do you, do your listeners do paper rounds? I think I mean I I think so. I'm I'm not sure if they do paper rounds or maybe they just have round papers. I don't know. Again, it depends on where they are in the world. It's different for some people. Some people have paper rounds. Some people have round papers, and then they yes. have to sort of like work out where to start because it doesn't really have edges and it's very confusing. Well, in it, space, yeah. that's the easiast way to deliver the newspaper, isn't it? Is of course, yeah, yeah, less less uh, friction up there. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I've got. I mean, I've got lots of questions, but also I'm aware that I don't want to spoiler this film that you're you're oh, making yeah. because you know because there will be some things. Obviously, you want to save for the, the big release, and and you know I know mm. I know how these projects can be quite secretive. But but I suppose my first question is: I wonder if I've never discovered these three hours. I I can't boot my nose with my tongue. Like I can't. Oh. I don't think I can do that. Is there anything else I can do? Can I use like a, a pencil or I don't know, a carefully positioned uh, vegetable or something to boot my nose? A very instead? good question, and it's something that I haven't really considered. That the access point to these three hours um, is difficult, isn't it? I mean, hmm. there's a lot of things that we talk about in life where life isn't fair. Like some people get access to certain things. You know, some people are born rich, and it makes things easier for them. Some people are born with longer tongues which allows them mm. to get access to these three hours that most people don't know about. Um, yeah, yeah. And then they've got that three hours to, to probably get rich and make things easier, and the rest oh, of us man. don't have that access, you know, it. so it's it's pretty tricky. That's how I got the funding for this film, was in those extra three hours. Wow, wow. I mean, uh, that, that makes a lot of sense, of course. Because yeah. you're course walking you around then in those extra three hours, everyone's wearing suits, and you know what suits mean? Money. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And they're walking yeah. around with briefcases and they open the briefcase and they say, that's cash. That's strong cash. You can have that wow. if you can tell me what you're doing with your life. And I say, I'm making a movie, which is coming out on TikTok. And they say, here you go. Here's the cash. That's amazing. And, and I should also, I guess, because TikTok's only like really short videos, but I guess if you're using an extra three hours, you can exactly. fit a whole film in that TikTok Post. Yeah, so if you then access TikTok within those three hours, instead of a 59-second limit, it's a three hours and 59-second limit. That's brilliant. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you've really got – this is an incredible thing that you've discovered. And I, and no wonder you look you look so so well. Although I suppose if you're having extra three hours a day, you've probably aged. You're probably older than you were You'd before think, you started this. But it reverses the aging process. Oh, wow. Yeah. So actually time in that is running – first of all, it runs backwards – for an hour and a half, then it runs forward. But to you, it's running forward the whole time. But that's how it exists in that. So um, it, it's on a. So you know about three dimensions and how we you know we can we can go up, we can go down, we can go left, we can go right, forwards, backwards. Mm -hmm. This introduces a fourth dimension, which so then you're moving through time, but it's imperceptible to your previous version that was wor working only in three D. Wow, it's kind of like a quaver of time. Yes, yes. Um, well, I mean, you've read that book, I assume. Yes, yes, of course, the very famous uh, Quaver of Time book, which is about... Yeah. But that's about. But that's very different, isn't it? That's about, like, crisps through the ages. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's the first ever crisps. Yeah. No, no. But it is... I mean, it's really good, isn't it? I so didn't even good. know that sort of prehistoric times they used to have crisps made of rocks, which is amazing. Yeah, well, that was what led to the extinction of the dinosaurs, wasn't it? They They mm. just got their habit they went up from sort of two or three crisp rocks a day up to two three hundred and it just weighed their stomachs down and they all mm. sort of couldn't move anymore yeah which i mean i understand that now with real crisps i understand the like i i do that with real crisps i is lucky they aren't made of rocks that's what i'm saying or i'd be in a lot of trouble so yeah well i i mean in the before times so i remember coming along and meeting you and seeing you at a gig and you were like just give me half an hour and I was like, what's, what's up? And you like, you can tell what's up. I'm stuck to the floor. And you were just there, mm. belly to the floor, sort of wobbling around, sort of like trying to get up. And you're like, I had, I've had too many crisps. And I was like, that's yeah, classic too. Thousands. Yeah. Thousands of crisps in one go. It's, it's, they're too Moorish. That's the problem. It's, just, yeah. it's very hard to. 
to not eat crisps. Well, I mean, we've already covered quite a lot. And I've, I've still got so many questions to ask you, Steve. But I suppose the first one should just be, is, how are you? Obviously, you're very busy with, with your films and everything. But yeah, are you generally OK? You know what? I am OK. But there's times throughout all of this where I have struggled. And I've thought, am I doing the right thing with my life? Should I be pursuing this? People are telling me that, uh, you know, that I've lost my mind, that I should stop. And that can be tough sometimes, but mm. I believe in it. I enjoy it. That's the main thing. I enjoy mm. it and it's doing no harm to other people. And so as long as I can enjoy it, do no harm to other people, then I can say this is the right thing for me. And so it has been tough, but I think I've come through it and I feel good now. Good, good. I'm very, I'm very pleased. That's very good. I think it's a very worthwhile project. As I said, I'm very excited about it. Um, but obviously, is that is that what you've been up to this entire time? I don't think I've seen you for about a year. Has that been the whole past year? Have you been no, up no, to anything no. else? No, no. And I've been doing, I've been doing all sorts of other things. I've been, uh, I've, uh, I got access to you know, all the swimming pools have been closed. Yeah. So I've been going through to all of them. Um, it's very simple. What I've been doing is, you know, um, the packs of jelly that you get. The little the six cubes of of jelly. Uh, yeah. I've been getting thousands of them, and I've been chucking them into swimming pools. And then I've got this um, like heat stick. So it's a stick, a big long metal stick, and then you plug it into your USB of your laptop, and you stick it in the pool, and it warms up the pool, so it melts all the jelly. And then you come back two weeks later, the whole pool's Massive jelly. Jelly, yeah, that's brilliant. That's, That's brilliant. Fun. And I mean, obviously, like in my head, I'm like, well, you know, take a bowl of custard, you're having a party time. But yeah. is there also, is there also something like if you were to go up to the top diving board and jump in, would you bounce straight back up? Well, <laughs> how about you ask my friend Borofsky? Wow. Okay. Uh, Borofsky. Is, is Borofsky here? Can I ask Borofsky now? No, no, no. He's stuck in the ceiling. Oh, I see. Right. So I didn't yeah, know. Yeah. I didn't know that he was there with you. He's going to pop on. Pop no. by. Right. So I, I won't him. ask him. I'll. No. Yeah, yeah. It's all right. I'll. I'll save it and I'll find him. But he's. He's now stuck in the ceiling. He's he? stuck. Right. He's yeah. like. He's got. So if you go to that swimming pool, you can see his legs. If you're in the swimming pool, but if you're a bird and you're above, you can see his head because he's out there. And you know what? He's getting on really well with the birds. He's always been oh, good, someone. Borovsky has always been said to me, "Birds are not for me." But he's done a real 180 in the last two weeks. Oh, that's nice. Isn't it so nice the things that people discovered that they're good at in this past year and the and that they're capable of doing? And I, and I think that's really important. So I'm really yeah. pleased for him. Yeah, it is, it is nice to see, actually. And to be honest, uh, to get the video of him jumping from that top diving board, hitting the jelly, the jelly reacting immediately. So when you, when you slap a jelly, which is a fun thing, mm. we've all done it. We've all Brilliant. It's brilliant, yeah. Your parents have made a nice jelly and you've come by and you've gone, what's this about? And they go, oh, I've made a jelly and bam, slap it. Mm, and it just wobbles, it. It, but it gets tense, doesn't it, a jelly? Because well, as we all do, if any of us got slapped, we'd get tense. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I fully sympathise. Yeah. Um, and so that's what happened. He, he jumped onto it. Bam, slapped it. Jelly got tense, pushed him away. Straight up through that, through that roof. And now he's got... Well, he's got three gull friends, a magpie and a jay, which are from the same family, but Ooh. the jay is obviously the, the more beautiful one. But mm. uh, we don't want to live in a society that rewards beauty over um, stealing, course, I guess. The course. magpie is a big st – you, you need to praise that it's got a trade. The magpie steals. Well, that's don't it. Good at that. That's it. Yeah, collecting. We'll say it's collecting. It's collecting, yeah. It's collecting. Mm. And also it is often collecting things that have been thrown away, so it's less stealing, isn't it? I mean – Recycling, yeah. It's recycling, yeah. Yeah, although – well – we say it's recycling. Uh, I got back to my flat last night and I saw a magpie flying out of my house with my 58-inch TV under its under its wing. Wow. So that's less wow. collect. That is more stealing, isn't it? That is that is definitely more stealing. It depends, I suppose, on what it's then going to use it for. If it then is going to recycle it into loo roll or something, you know, maybe then fair play. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, it's an impressive thing to carry. I would like to have seen that. I mean, I sort of feel like I know. I know, obviously, you're upset. I can see mm. it in your face that you're upset about this. But, but I, I mean, it's pretty impressive. For you, you must have been a little bit oh, of you going, "Look at you carrying that. Well done, mate." No, I did. I did mutter. I'm not even mad. As it was, uh, uh, that is just look at that. That's a bird flying. Yeah. Um, and anyway, this morning dropped through my letterbox um, the latest Magpie magazine, which I don't know if you subscribe to that. 
I um, don't know. I don't know. Oh, it's a wonderful subscription. So it comes out every week, the Magpie magazine. Um, and the what was on the front page? And, you know, I'm used to being on the front page. It was uh, Magpie Jeff has learned how to fly with a TV under its wing. Wow. One wing flying because one's holding onto wow. the TV and one's doing the flapping. That's, did impressive. you check the trade ads at the back? Were you able to get your TV back? Because that's what I've, you know, yeah, that's yeah. what I've heard is that sometimes they'll take your things and then you look in the sort of uh, classifieds at the back and it says like one TV price, four acorns and, yeah. you know, a biscuit or something. And then you can just go and get it back. And to be honest, four acorns and a biscuit to me is not much, you know, no. to someone of my wealth. It's yeah, four you've got acorns. A lot of acorns. Is, I, I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. I know you, you can, like to you keep can bright, say my... you have got a lot of acorns. Yeah. Yeah. You can say my my net worth if you want. Oh, I don't mind. It's a lot. Of, I mean, I, I don't. What is it now? Because last time I remember it was sort of three hundred forty-three thousand, hundred thousand, thousand acorns. Is it yes. still that many? Well, have you heard of the word up? Uh, no. Yes, yes, I have. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's gone. It's gone the opposite of that. But, but, but by right. four, by four acorns only because of okay. the TV. Okay. So I actually sure, haven't sure, spent any acorns recently. It's actually quite tough to spend acorns. I mean, I've gone into a lot of shops recently. You know, my 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 cheeks bulging with acorns, and um, yeah, you know, you get up, you've put down your your lasagna and your your pizza pie and your uh, your your moray eel burger, hmm. and you look at the cashier and they say that's four pounds eighty three, and then you pop 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 pop. Out a couple of acorns out of your mouth into their palm, and they look at you like you're a worm. Yeah, yeah. Well, sometimes you are dressed as a worm, though, aren't you? That's... Yes, but look at me like I'm a, a regal worm who's right. just paid you handsomely and with a tip. That's five That's acorns it. you've got in your palm there. And what's also covering lot, those acorns? It? Spit. Pop a bit of salt and a little bit of sugar on that. You preserve those acorns yeah, for they'll a keep for ages. And also, I mean, you know, it will come into its own around the winter time when there's all these squirrels desperate for acorns, and you can just here you go, and you yeah. get them to do odd jobs for you, and suddenly you've got an army of squirrels at your disposal, and the world's at your, at your knees, really, isn't it? Your, your world's a squirrel at that point, and that is mm. something that you know you learn at a young age if you're in a certain part of the world, but maybe this cashier didn't learn that growing up and so they're looking at me like i'm you know like i'm a, a, a lowly worm when i'm a regal worm and i'm thinking you don't know what power you've got there a squirrel army a squirrel army is on its way to you if you if you plant your acorns right that's it but as you said you know everyone's born into different circumstances not everybody knows about the squirrel army possibilities and it's yeah. it's a it's a very tricky thing and i think all, all of the listeners to this show very much understand that um i suppose i should also ask you is that you know and, and i don't want to give too much away but as i'm speaking to you you're in an office you're not actually mm. at your home you're in a in a very uh very nice fancy office where uh, i think occasionally i hear someone making a cup of tea or something in the background um which is very exciting um and i, and I wondered if a lot of listeners they've been stuck at home for a long time but now they might be back at school or in space or in that barrel as we've discussed yeah, um yeah. and so i just wondered if you've well i was going to ask if you've got a tip for being stuck at home but just maybe if you've got a tip really if you haven't already given us enough already we've had quite a lot on this uh podcast uh so far well i guess the most important tip to me at the moment is the tip of my tongue to enable me to boop my own nose <laughs> of course of course <laughs> talking yeah. about time and everything um but i guess the big tip i've had recently is um when i've wanted to feel like i'm going on holiday Something I've been doing is I've been um, making my own flat look like a hotel or look like someone oh. else's house to make it feel like I've gone on holiday. So, you know, sometimes you'll go to a cottage in, in the countryside and you'll, and it's someone's like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is my second home. Come and stay here. Lovely. So I've been putting up like framed photos of people that I don't know in my own flat <laughs> so that wonderful. I just walk in and I'm like, oh, what? I don't recognize this place. Um, I've been putting like, um, like signs next to the shower about how to use the shower. Cause you get that That's quite great. a lot, don't you? Yes, you do. And they also never actually make sense. Like they always tell you how to use shower and then you do it and it's still cold. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What they do is they're like, um, so what you do, there's four dials on this shower. You turn the second one, three quarters of the way, the third one, a quarter of the way, the fourth one, 
you t- you take that dial off and you put it in in the toilet bowl. Mm. You flush the toilet, then you press the on button, then you crank dial one up to B, and that should be an acceptable temperature. And you do it, and you're like, well, what the hell? Chocolate milk's coming out of this shower now. Yeah, yeah, which actually would be quite quite nice for a while until you get all sticky. There'd be a moment where it'd be like, hmm, chocolate milk, and then after a little while, it'd be like, oh, I'm really Yeah, and the temperature of it's and... wonderful, very cold, which is mm. what you want for chocolate milk, but for a shower. Terrible. Yeah. Absolutely terrible. Yeah, yeah. It's well, I mean, that's a really great tip. And, and so you put pictures of other other people's families or other people you don't know around the place. Sort of, uh, there's obviously uh, instructions for the shower. I'm guessing often there's always instructions for the TV as well, isn't there? And for yeah. oh, you don't have a TV, sorry to bring that up. Um, well, it's coming and, back soon, so of course, uh, so you know, hopefully, it, yeah. It, you have upset me by, and that's not your fault. You didn't, you didn't, you know, you're not used to having guests on here who've had their TVs recently stolen, so it's not your fault. And no, I don't, no. You know, but, yeah, it has upset me, but I will plough on. I will steal myself. Thanks, okay. thanks, Stuart. Thank you. I appreciate uh, your your bravery and courage uh, in the face of such adversity. Um, but I mean that that is a really is a really great tip. Is what I meant to say. You yes, know, thank for, you. Try and make your your place seem like somewhere else. How extreme have you gone? Have you have you tried to like build a, a swimming pool in your kitchen or anything? Have you gone really far out with with making it like a, a holiday villa? Well, something I have done is I've introduced a lot of non-native species of animals to my flat. Right. So, you know, when you go like you go to a different country and like you see like a very normal bird, but mm. it's not normal to you, but it's like very common in that country. And you think, oh, my word, look at this. It's so exciting. Whereas the equivalent is someone coming to here and sort of seeing a blackbird and losing their minds. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I've done. I've introduced um, I've introduced the purple squirrel. Um, that's come in, Ooh. which is exciting because we're all used to grey squirrels. And there's some red squirrels up in Scotland, and and they're exciting when you see them. But I've introduced the South Asian purple squirrel to my flat, and I tell you something, they are they're beautiful. They're beautiful. I've also yeah, introduced yeah. Um, the long-heeled toad. So I don't Ooh. know if you know about the long-heeled toad. That's I don't know. No. Ah, that's from Andorra. So it lives at the top of ma- the mountains in Andorra, and it's extremely long-heeled. And that's um, a very ugly animal, but um, very beautiful in its own way. It really owns and sort of feels um, confident in itself. So I look in and good, I think, you, you know, by our normal beauty standards, you're not a good looking toad, but you've got an inner beauty to you, that confidence. And I really like that. That's most important. That's really Yeah. Important. yeah. Um, and then, of course, um, well, it, it, it's about 17... Uh, birds of paradise that live in there oh beautiful um and then there's the the jelly vole which um is like it's a it's a new species it recently came about in sort of actually in the area near me so it's actually not um and it is a native species um it's it was a water vole but it recently evolved into a jelly vole because there's been an increasing amount of jelly in the area sure sure not a so bad they, thing, but I'd probably tastier for it in, in many ways. So yeah, yeah, they just live in the um in the in the jelly banks, so sort of the banks of the jelly, and um, they raise their family there. And um, you know, they come by. They don't get on well with the purple squirrel. I'll tell you that. They're sort of ideologically um, very different. Right, right. Um, That's going to be tricky to sort of have that going on in in your flat all at the the same time i did i was going to ask as well i mean i'm assuming purple squirrel they're from somewhere else i'm hoping they don't eat acorns today <laughs> they do but you can train them not to okay few few yeah so they actually um because they're from south asia they're really into sort of uh into sort of various different asian dishes they really like that um they they hate wagamama i'll say that yeah forever. fair they fair. say that it's not it's not authentic, and that's fair enough. Um, but came over here, spied my big old money tower, my acorn tower, and started helping themselves to it. They got through about two acorns before I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Wow. Brought the purple squirrel back to the kitchen where the, where the long-heeled toad was, just looking confident, really. Um, but to be fair, 
it just made a wonderful dinner so you should feel confident when you've done that um and we me and the toad gave the the purple screw a bit of a talking to good Good. I'm very pleased. Very pleased. Wow. I mean, this is a, it's a, it's an excellent tip. And you've just got so much going on uh, in your life. I'm so grateful again that you've had time uh, for, for this show today. And I've got to ask you some, some questions. That I, I have to ask uh, everybody I speak to on this show because it's just necessary. It's very important. Um, the first of which is that this is an audio podcast that every week, I, you know, I say listeners listen to it. And hopefully with their ears, it might be with other parts of their body. I don't Oof, discriminate. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I just wonder that because it's an audio podcast, if you had a favorite noise, you could either make for us or tell us about yeah well i think the fun thing is in whatever situation is just to run into a room where people who are older than you are having like a formal thing so like they're trying to do their work or they're trying to talk to um, a business person or a um, or a money person, any of those situations. We can all picture, I don't know what the listeners to your podcast are like. I don't know what the sort of ages they are or what they do. Um, but if they know anyone older than them, just run into the room and just go, honk, 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 like that. Like a, like a, like a goose has got loose. Ah, that's brilliant. That's yeah. brilliant. And I guess that just causes like a furore and, People like, oh, it's a goose that's loose, and it just yeah, it yeah. really disrupts the scene. Yeah, and you just be like, you just be like, keep yourself quiet. Like, shh, nah, it's not a goose, it's me. But you don't say that's that great. out loud. You're just saying that in your own head. That's beautiful, beautiful. What a great sound! What a great sound! Teach listeners. I hope they will all be honk honking at some honk, of the most honk. formal occasions yeah. uh, that they can find. That sounds wonderful. Um, and and of course, uh, the other thing I need to just check with you is that this is a family friendly podcast. It is suitable for sure, people of all. Sure possible ages that you could ever kind of imagine really from yeah. letters and, and numbers and, and even sort of symbols um, and I just wanted to make sure uh, that the, the, you know if you've got any rude words that you definitely won't be saying to make sure that this is safe yeah jar flickle is something that I definitely Ooh. won't be saying oh yeah no yeah. Please, please don't say that that is a jar is it jar flickle wasn't it Oof, yes that is... well I've learned that from the purple squirrel wow really yeah yeah it's not well, rude is... is it not rude to them or is it is it rude to them but they use it well they didn't realize and this is the thing with words sometimes is that um we might grow up using a word that we think is okay mm. and then we meet other people and we find out that to them that that word actually makes them a bit sad sure and it's something that can be difficult sometimes we're like, well i've said it my whole life and i don't use it in a bad way but it's about how that word affects other people. And I think sometimes we need to be respectful of that. And um, I I regret saying jar flickle now. And, I, and again, hopefully you can beep that one out. And I'm just saying it now. Just I didn't know that it upset people. And so I will now stop using it. And the purple yeah, don't say jar flicker another... again, please. Yeah. yeah, thank you. That'd be great. If you, if you can make sure you don't say jar flicker for the rest of this podcast, and I definitely won't say jar flicker as well, and we'll just make That's sure perfect. that no one has to hear it again. That'd be very reassuring for, for everyone tuning in. Um, brilliant. Well, thank you, Stuart. Listen, I mean, the, the reason I've got you here, the reason I, I, I've asked you on this particular episode is because we have got an important question, as we have oh, great. Uh, every single uh, show. But this one is particularly important, and one I thought that you might really be able to help us with so um this question comes from james aka hassan good which is buddy, what i believe doing, there man? oh you know right i didn't realize yeah, you knew yeah. hassan good right well that's yeah, nice yeah. good that's funny because i thought this question would be good for you i didn't realize obviously there was a, a personal thing there that you, that you actually knew them as well 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 hassan good good uh, yeah. has asked and this is a great question really what if video games sucked you in hmm yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let me tell you, me and uh, Hasselwood have, have chatted about this many times. So this is a bit of an inside joke between the two of us. Um, me, Hasselwood, and uh, Borovsky have hung out many times and chatted. We've we've shot the jar flickle, uh, so to speak. Um, and look, what if video games suck you in? Hmm. Yeah, what? it's a big question, isn't it? I mean, we've all we've all th thought about it. I've definitely thought about it. You know, yeah, well, I know. So about I what if I was it. playing and suddenly went, oh no, it's suddenly like I'm having to jump on a mushroom. I can see it actually. You're thinking about it now, aren't you? You can see all the question I marks and everything coming out of your head. Yeah, yeah, 
Like I was in a game, yeah. Wow, wow, look at that. Now, what is, if not a video game, an extra three hours to your day? Is it? Is that a video game, is it? It's inspired by a video game. So we don't know the science behind it, but uh, me, Hasselhoff, and uh, Borowski were playing a video game. I don't know if you know all video games that have been released ever. Mm, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, well, it's called Normal People Dunkin' the Sweet Dunks. Oh, I know Normal People Dunkin' the Sweet Dunks. Yeah, that's yeah. a classic game. And of so course, we yeah, who do you that. play as when you when you play that game? Who's your which characters you pick? Uh, I play as uh, uh, Kongra. Oh, Kongra, classic! Yeah, I like being Pickle Monster, but sometimes uh, I like playing as a Henry Socks. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. you play you play on easy level difficulty. That's, yeah, I that's do. Fine. Yeah, I do. I, that's fine because it's about it's about the enjoyment, but um, in that the special move of of Kongra and the special move of uh Sylvanity Mirror, if you know mm. the, the Sylvanity mm. Mirror, um is to put their, their their fingers in the ear and to start knocking their knees together and then be like, nah 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 I can't hear you and that manages to deflect all the thoughts that are coming at them. We were doing that one day and that's when my tongue very long tongue because I've been talking to the to the long heeled toad and he was t- to give me tips on how to sort of make your tongue longer. Mm. And my tongue flicked out and booped me on the nose. And suddenly I had an extra three wow. hours to my life. And so that's look, was it to do with the video game? Did that video game suck me in? Is that the key to this extra three hours? I don't know. But it certainly was there at the same time that I got the extra three hours. But you know now you're saying because the amount of times that that that, that when you're playing a, a video game or a computer game or, or just a game it depends on what you like to call them but when you're playing that and it feels like you haven't been playing for very long but then your mum or your dad will come in and go you've been playing it for twenty years you have to get off it now because dinner's gone cold and gone mouldy and like it's been eaten by a fox and, and, and then like, you have to you, stop playing you, you spit in it spit on it and put salt and sugar on it and you preserve it mum. Yeah, they never think these things through. It's so weird, isn't it? But yeah. but I wondered if that was what you know. If, if, if it always feels like you've never been playing video games for that long, but actually been playing them for ages, and maybe that is because they sort of suck you in and they warp the possibilities of time. Now you say that, I think that I haven't found an extra three hours, and that I've just been playing that video game for for too long. Oh. Is that, do you think that's that's possible? Or? I think that makes a lot more sense than the fact that I've disrupted the order of time and found an extra three hours that runs forwards and backwards at the same time and no one else knows about. That could also be why there was a lot of people in, in suits with, with briefcases of, of cash. Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. it could be. Well, well, let's not dwell on it. I mean, you know, let's, uh, let's think about... Um, what you know is is there a video game you would like to be sucked into do you think yes um i would like to be sucked into the video game theme park oh that would be good wouldn't it yeah because i don't i think the idea of a theme park is so amazing that i'm surprised no one's ever done it before yeah it is it is yeah it'd be when you say no one's ever uh done it before like no one's made a theme park before or do you think that no one's ever like let you turn up and just build a theme park in their home no one's ever made a theme park before apart from in those video games and so Mm. to me the idea of like going to a park which has like roller coasters and thrill rides and candy and popcorn and hot dogs sounds like such an exciting place and everyone goes there and has fun and they get photos of themselves and they buy merchandise like like uh you know things to remember the wonderful day that they've had and that sounds like a wonderful idea, and I'm surprised it only exists in a video game. So I'd like it's, to jump into that. It's quite unrealistic. It'd be quite hard to do in, in real life. And I suppose that's why we have video. It's, it's probably why the, the idea of being sucked into video games is so exciting, because video games show you things that you couldn't have exactly in real life. That's why you have video games like Tractor Simulator and those yep. sort of fishing ones. The goat um, one. Or, the goats one. Absolutely the goats one. Or the ones that's just an Excel spreadsheet, and you have to put... 
your financials right. in it. You I know, all these sort that, of things yeah. you can't really do in real life. And so you, it gives you a glimpse into how it could be. Yeah, yeah. Have you done the um, the thinking and walking game? That's out on the Mega Drive. No, I haven't. No. And, oh, and what, what wow. do you have to do with that? So that game is you, 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 uh, you get, you choose one of three characters. Um, and then you just, uh, you, you move the character around this sort of empty space. And then if you don't move it around, you get bonus points because that's, you're, you're then thinking. And if you do move it around, you get bonus points because you're walking. And it's about who gets the most different types of bonus points. That's really brilliant. Is wonderful. How, is there a way to lose it? Like, is there a way you could just lie down? Yeah, if you run you... or you lie down and you go to sleep, because then you're not thinking. You're, the dream world is thinking for you. That sounds really tricky. That sounds wow. I mean, I, I really want to play that. Is it, I keep hearing about. Um, there's, there's a game I keep hearing about moat called Fortnite, which I believe you just play uh, for two weeks. You just solidly play a game for two weeks, and then you stop for two weeks, and you play it for two weeks again. Wow, and that sounds quite good. Yeah, that sounds great. I, 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 I always remember my dad always said to me, and I don't know if your listeners know about dads. Yeah, I think so. They might do. They might not do. Um, yeah. They, you know, I don't know. Some people have pumpkins. Some people have uh, lentils. It's, it's a different world out there. So. Yeah, it's a different world. But yeah, whatever, whatever you know, and that's that's great. Um, he always referred to um, uh, a tea when I made him a nice cup of tea. As fortnight tea, which was too weak. It was too weak. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. So brilliant. I didn't leave the tea bag in long enough. That's sure. Sure. Or maybe that's what the game is. It could well be. I, I haven't actually played it and I don't know a lot of um a lot of it's what I hear the kids talking about. So I think that maybe it is about making tea in the same way that I think Minecraft is just them it's like your own crafts. Oh, is that yeah, you just yes. make crafts and you like you can you can weave a basket oh. or you can maybe knit some scarfs or, or something like that so you know yeah, yeah I, uh, I think that minecraft sounds like a wonderful game and i you know if anyone likes doing that then you get your crafts out there absolutely mm. um yeah and if you like fortnite you like playing a game for two weeks straight to see if you can make the weakest tea then also it's great isn't know, it yeah road, road, roblox is you. the other one as well where you just sort of put cones out on a road i think oh it's, wow yeah, it's pretty good. Love that. Yeah, it's pretty good. But I don't play. You know, I don't play these games. I'm I'm sort of old now. I don't get to. I don't get to play the games the kids play. I I just. Uh, I, I wish I, I wish I could get. Imagine getting sucked into those games. That would be incredible, oh, wouldn't it? Imagine getting sucked into Minecraft and being able to just watch everyone do their crafts. Going over to 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 Nana knitting and just watch her do her um her her canoeing that she loves to do. That'd be brilliant. Well, here you go. I, I got one one controversial question for you because I think I think this is a we've delved into this quite deeply. But I just want to: what if you were sucked into a video game, but then what if someone absolutely rubbish controlled you? Oh, someone rubbish, sort of like um, uh, like the prime minister or someone like that. Yeah, yeah, and just had no idea what to do. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, I guess, I guess the fun thing of that is I'd really get to know what the corners of rooms were like. <laughs> just running into the corners of rooms yeah i love that little bit where you, you you just see me just sort of nestled in the corner of a room jumping up and down headbutting the the wall sort of leaning down to pick something up but there's nothing there and just sort of constantly sort of jerking around trying to find there must be a way through here you know booping my nose all of that that'd be fun that'd be fun yeah yeah do you know what? i think you're right i think regardless of what happened and also i suppose you wouldn't really be able to um complain because you'd be being controlled anyway so it just sort of yeah wouldn't make much difference actually that yeah. make my life a lot easier yeah it would be good i've always thought that I, i'd quite like to go into a video game and then um and then just make things really difficult for the main characters so like uh okay you know, like if if um if like say if you're playing Super Mario or something, and like a big mushroom appeared, and he's like, "I'm going to eat that," I'd eat it first. <laughs> I'd be like, "What are you going to do? You can't do nothing now, mate. Because, you're all small because you're much taller than than him now." Yeah, just push him over. Yeah, which I yeah. mean, Mario. If I if you if if you're asking me, I think Mario deserves that because he's a plumber, but he's I haven't mm. I've never seen him do any plumbing. No, no. But then did he get sucked into a video? Because you know, I I wonder if there's a or maybe it needs to be sucked into a video game about plumbing. I don't know. It's very, it's very complicated. I feel like there's a lot of angles to this, and it's difficult to know which, yeah, which very is difficult. real. I suppose, um, yeah. 
but you're right. He's never. Um, you, you just want to see him do a bit of plumbing and then and sort of bill for it at the end and so uh, fix yeah. the toilet now and. That would be That's... nice. It'd be and then a video game where Mario's just doing a bit of thinking, a little bit of walking, a little mm. bit of plumbing. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, for two. Sounds weeks. great. Yeah, perfect. That I think you've just described the perfect video game, and I would happily be sucked into that one. I think to do some. Yeah, and if he needs to clean the pipes, then he can send like a very speedy hedgehog down that pipe. Mm, mm. Unless I've tied his shoelaces together, which is what <laughs> I would do. That, that game yeah <laughs> brilliant oh, well thank you Stuart. i mean that is a really in-depth look i, I don't know if uh, has a bit of a bit of expected such an in-depth look but if you know him you probably had this conversation 12 times already haven't you look i'll be on the i'll be on the old uh phone to to uh, as soon as this is over just to say like cheers to the question man but should we go and hang out with borovsky and see if he's brilliant. got any more bird friends <laughs> Brilliant, brilliant. Good. Well, and, and good. I was going to say, well, I was going to ask what you're up to the rest of the day, but I suppose you'll be doing that and then sort of exploring those three hours a bit more. Yeah. Well, I will hopefully get a bit more scientific evidence that that is a thing and I haven't just um, lost it. Um, but otherwise, I guess I'll just be running around town yelling, I don't think you're ready for this jelly and then turning swimming pools into jelly. It's good. Sounds like a great, really great day. Have fun. Yeah. Actually, this is the sonorous war cry of a angry frog. Many thanks, yes, even more than five of them, to Stuart Laws for answering that important question and helping us to work out how you get an extra three hours in our day. Should you need more time to, I don't know, tie shoelaces for a millipede or shout rude things at a lamppost? They deserve it. Um, I hope, James, a.k.a. Hassan de Goodabud Goodbud, um, that you are very happy with the answers. And by the sounds of it, you already discussed it with your pal Stuart anyway. So I'm not really sure why you wrote in, but I'm very, very glad that you did. Uh, don't forget, if you have got questions or general thoughts, ideas, jokes, better names for crisps, gold bullion or unwanted yaks then please send them all in and get your elongated chattering cheese strings to help you email us at podcast at comedyclubforkids.co.uk um, if you also fancy giving us a nice review that would be very very lovely on any of the podcast sites you use and if your grown-ups would like to buy us a yak juice then they can do that at ko-fi.com forward slash comedy club for kids or via the acas supporter button most importantly though if you live near one of our upcoming live shows please grab a ticket and come and say hello i'm now going to go and see if arch bridges are actually the evil arch nemesis of bridges bye ha you have been listening to Comedy Club for Kids presents Radio Nonsense Radio Nonsense Radio Nonsense Radio Nonsense Radio Nonsense It's the end